0: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 135 of Soundwave. I am your host, Matt, and joining me is my co-host, Carlos. Right here. Uh, it sounded really weird in my head there for a second, sorry. Yeah, like the,
1: the the music, Yeah, I think. It, like, it like,
0: went way in the background for some reason? Yeah. I don't know, we'll just forget about that and continue with the show. 135, sorry we missed a week there. Uh, that is the first episode we've ever missed, actually, since I've been back from really? Japan. Yeah. Uh, I felt guilty about it, but I was running my ass off all day that day.
1: Yeah, I didn't even remember that we had a yeah. show until it was like a three 3.30 thir- in the afternoon. It's like- <laughs>
0: I was setting up two TVs at my mom's friend's house, and then I did the wedding that morning at Emma's. And then I'm like, I no, I'm not doing anything. nope. So yeah, sorry we missed that, that show. Uh, but since we've been gone, uh, we went camping. Yeah. And worked a lot, and I think that's about it.
1: Oh, yeah, like it was camping and then a bunch of homework. Well, it was a bunch of homework before camping to get like everything done before going camping. It was getting back and doing a bunch of homework to stay caught up. And then it's just been a bunch of homework the week. Like last <laughs> night, I spent a bunch of time on homework. and
0: It's weird talking about homework again. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> it's weird that your life revolves on homework now. Uh, have you seen any movies? Have you gone to see Blade Runner
1: well, I I really want to see it. But uh, I'm think I'm gonna, do, I will, I'll probably see it either tomorrow, or more likely Sunday, cause I'll, cause uh, I will probably be spending most of tomorrow on homework.
0: Yeah. God. Well, yeah. Take tonight off and relax a bit, cause you've been doing too much homework. But I really want to
1: see Blade Runner though.
0: Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Monday afternoon, uh, cause there's gonna be nobody at the theater then too.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Just to go see the see it for uh, a man-a and stuff like that.
0: The. Uh no, one person went to it last night, and I told them not to tell me anything about it. And they just said they really enjoyed it. So I'm like, that's cool. And they said they stayed true. It's not like action packed. Like,
1: oh, that's that's what I was worried about. That yeah, that, be that's that's
0: number one thing. I'm like that. That's what I was worried. Said it's, like it's very slow paced and just like the original, like that sense. I'm like, all right, I'm down. I'm excited to see it. Um, yeah. Otherwise, not a whole lot going on. Uh, I. Did,
1: I what are you do? Oh, I. I started uh, watching uh, Lucifer. Um, I'm almost done with season. Oh one. yeah,
0: who plays the the? It's not Idris, is it? El- no. Plays
1: Lucifer? Yeah. No, like he's it's it's, a, it's not Idris alb No, I thought <laughs> it was
0: a black guy, isn't it? No, it's not. No. Okay. no uh there's
1: a black guy that plays his uh, brother, okay, an angel. But no, it's uh, Lucifer. Where it's basically like where he leaves hell and then like goes to L.A. and like because he just he decides he doesn't want to be in hell anymore. And just basically, unfortunately, though it was based on a comic, and they decided to turn it into a police procedural. (laughs) Of course they did.
0: Of course they did. Is that on the CW or something? No, it's.
1: uh, I don't know. I think it's Fox.
0: Fox. It'd be a Fox or CW show, definitely.
1: But it's all right, despite the fact, like I only really like the more. Stuff that deals, like, I don't really care a whole lot about the criminal stuff, yeah, yeah, but like when they had, like, a... Uh, because he, uh, after he, like left hell, like, he, uh, had his, like, uh, his, uh, one of his, uh, demon it, who, uh, one of his demons, like, cut his wings off, and then they got stolen at one point. <laughs>
0: so they basically rewrote the story of Lucifer, kind of, or something, no, no
1: it's a uh, well, like, the, the his wings getting cut off and everything, that was like stuff that happened in the comics, but oh, okay, was completely different in the comics but uh, i don't know like there's parts of it that i like i also kind of really just want to catch up on like uh start watching season two where some more of that stuff happens i don't know the problem is in
0: the comics so this isn't this is just uh lucifer but not really lucifer
1: no this is like lucifer and he tells everybody that he's lucifer morning star but like most people just assume that he's he's not but it's not
0: it's not like lucifer who is uh uh you couldn't go to heaven and got his wings chopped off that way and then No, he, this
1: is Lucifer that uh was kicked out of hell, uh heaven yeah. and then set, had a rule over hell. Yeah. And so
0: what Where? Did, but he lost his wings when he no. fell down from heaven. No,
1: nah, he still had his wings they and this so. Oh, okay. Okay. No, like in uh like in the comics like he would like he had like ruled over hell and eventually uh and Neil Gaiman's run on uh, uh Running a blank on what that massive series that is finally getting turned into an actual show is called, but uh, basically dream this uh en- this entity called Dream uh cuts his uh, wings off. Hmm. So, no well, after he was asked to. Okay. Because he it's cause got because Lucifer just didn't want to be in charge of Hell
0: for some reason. This doesn't sound like a show I'd get
1: into too much. No, the, really, the biggest problem <laughs> is the fact that there's a police procedural. Yeah
0: turned into a crime drama type thing
1: but like the, the all this like uh the, like seeing like the lucifer like act like super selfish about everything and believing that everything's about him
0: oh god interesting i don't know uh,
1: there's good parts but there's uh, this is really the police procedural like kind of weighs it down so
0: i just finished uh season three of enterprise oh yeah and that was actually a really decent season and then uh i was like all right they get to go home now i think and then all of a sudden, season four started, and it turns out to be World War Two only alternative universe, and then aliens taking over, and Germany took over New York.
1: Oh, that's weird.
0: And I was like, damn it, I just wanted to go back to normal, Star Trek. So then I had to sit through two episodes of that. But the season before that was actually pretty good. I, I still can't get over uh, uh, Captain Archer, though. He's now on, like, CSI or something now, or NCIS or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I
1: think I saw his face show up on, like, yeah. a, a commercial or something.
0: And he still just overacts like crazy.
1: Well, yeah, but that's what I'd expect.
0: That's exactly. Uh, And then I I, have you started
1: watching Discovery
0: yet? uh, They just episode three was this past weekend, uh, and so episode four this weekend. There's blood and guts in the last episode. Like there's mutilated bodies all over a ship in the last episode, and that was kind of my thing. Like, why can't this be called something else and not Star Trek? Yeah, Uh, I really enjoy it, and I hate it immensely at the same time, and I've been watching Orville, and I'm like, this is what Star Trek's supposed I to know, be. I know, like, I've been staying caught up on Orville, and it's like,
1: uh, wow. It's this so, is so like,
0: sad to say that Seth MacFarlane's show is closer this to is Star just Trek than Trek, Star Trek. But
1: they're okay with making dick jokes. <laughs> yeah.
0: And let's see, if, if if all that was gone, I'd be so much more happy with the Orville, uh, and if Seth MacFarlane wasn't in it, I'd be a lot happier with it, but overall, I, I I'm like, this is basically cut and paste Star Trek right here, and I love it even the opening segment and everything to
1: it. Oh yeah, like the opening like th- <laughs> but, th- and the, opening the font like, that they use, it's exactly it's all like like, a, like it's just playing it straight. Yeah, it's it's, it's
0: Voyager exactly with the ship just flying through and everything. Uh but yeah, Discovery uh I, I love all the actors. I love the acting in it except for the one guy that's in there in this last episode that they well, introduced. The rumor
1: but, is that uh you've seen more of uh Star Trek so you like I just like had heard about it so you pro- but you probably know more about like Section 31.
0: Uh nope, not a clue.
1: Oh they were Wait,
0: the- yeah, they talk about it next gen no, what do they talk about that in? They talk about it in deep space.
1: Deep Space Nine, where yeah. like uh, Bashir is that the Doctor in that. Yeah,
0: one? yeah, yeah.
1: And they apparently also show up in Enterprise at some point in time, or get mentioned. They might
0: have. I wasn't paying attention the first or second. So th- is this what Discovery? Well, no, that, that's what that's the, ru- the rumors. The rumors like uh, that would make so much more sense because they're all wearing black uniforms and everything in Deep Space Nine. Oh my God, thank you for telling me that because I've been sitting here like this is not Star Trek. Something's weird here. Yeah. Uh, there there's cool ideas with it but at the same time it's just like even the
1: uh, the ship that she ends up on like ends with like a 31
0: Oh I haven't noticed yeah yeah that could because and yeah, and yeah, of
1: course the black badges and everything. They're so.
0: yeah, yeah, they're dealing with all like supernatural stuff on the ship that they didn't like give that away yet, but they're like talking about it kind of. And I don't know, it's
1: apparently like I I haven't watched it yet, but apparently there's like like they discover some sort of technology that you'd never hear of later on in the future. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, but so like, why would they keep that secret unless you know it's actually Section Thirty-One?
0: Yeah, which would make sense. Yeah, because the technology they're like. This is, I'm, I'm watching, it, like, this has fucking nothing to do with Star Trek But then, right like, now. why,
1: like, if it's going to just be, like, a dark and gritty, like, Section 31 <laughs> <Yeah>. show, <laughs> why is it called old Star Trek Discovery? Yeah,
0: right, right? Well, they're discovering these new pieces, but. Like, you figure,
1: like, uh, no, you f- if it's called Discovery, you would assume, like, oh, it's going to be, like, nice and ho- hopeful again.
0: No, yeah, and I, and then from the beginning of it, I'm like, okay, this is going to be the Klingon War, this is going to be, I'll, I'll, I'll get on board with it, well, even Well, the Klingons look fucking they're weird. Fucking, they're J.J. Abrams Klingons, that's what he did in that first one, All or right, whatever. I'll I will be
1: honest like the first time I saw the JJ Kling- J. J. Abrams was, they looked more like the regular klingon oh, no, but like no hair. No, they no they looked a little bit different, but these ones look even more off.
0: Yeah, they're they're I don't like their costumes cuz the biggest thing they didn't have those vibrant costumes in the the one and it was all really dark so you couldn't really like see. Like when them. you see
1: the uh, the first time you see the klingon and it's like he is like the bald one and yeah. like the Star Trek It's like this the, shouldn't well, even no, be. No, actually I was all right. I was with the uh JJ Abrams oh. one. I was fine with that one. But like seeing these ones, no, that's just like I got over those
0: ones because I only had to see them in that one movie, and then now I have to see them in every episode of this. But yeah, it's it's I I don't I don't know what to think about it yet. It's so dark. It's so gritty.
1: Well, speaking of uh, Star Trek, the uh, Star Trek podcast, I really like uh, Greatest Gen. They just wrapped up all of uh, Star Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. Are and they like, going to continue on? Oh yeah, they're going on to Deep Space Nine nice. next, okay. and uh, they're also do, they're going dropping down. They've been doing two episodes a week <laughs> uh, for the last year to, to get, and they got oh through my God, all of that. Yeah, that's a lot of. So episodes. they're dropping down to one episode of Deep Space Nine a week, and they're going to be doing it. They have a uh, Greatest Discovery as their new show, so okay. that's what, that's the only reason I'm going to start watching Star Trek to Discovery. Yeah, is so I can watch Discovery and then listen to their show about them making fun of Discovery.
0: Yeah, the, the I think with the discovery I was hoping it'd be I got on board with the idea that it was going to be at the Klingon war and everything revolving around that and that was the first two episodes and now it goes on to a brand new ship and all this secret shit and I'm like well that's not what I now I have to change everything again (laughs) but uh yeah so that's my viewpoint on Star Trek so far we'll see what happens uh Rick and Morty just finalized. That was a interesting season.
1: Yeah, like that that now that that's over, I mean, so I can sit down and watch it all in one yeah, sitting.
0: Right. And that that's what to do cuz that's what I did with the other two seasons and uh it felt a lot
1: well, better. I like I didn't like it, I think it was like after season 2 got done, like I I started seeing like uh, some like people like posting like screen grabs and, like yep. just like, oh you know, some of these jokes, they actually sound pretty good. I'm going <laughs> to watch this. And let, I just watched it Yeah, all. I
0: never thought it was going to be funny until I actually sat down for a full like season. I'm yeah. like, all right, give me more. And then this this season was so-so. Uh, oh, and then I went to go see Kingsman 2 in the theaters. How was it? Uh, I thought at the two-hour mark, I'm like, shit, there's another half hour left. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah?
0: I was really entertained. I thought it was good. But overall, I was like, it's it's basically the same as the yeah, first apparently,
1: one. Apparently, uh, the new Blade Runner is pretty long.
0: Yeah, and I I'm, a, I'm I would expect that. I did not expect it with the King'spin though.
1: I I also really hope they like get the uh, music right, like how yeah. uh, I've tr- I've watched one trailer and that
0: was the teaser when it first came out. I haven't I've tried not to watch anything else since since that. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be all just like wow when I go see it. Except now my hopes are really high. All right. Uh, have you been listening to anything, sir?
1: Uh let's see. I have been listening to well We didn't record uh, last time, so, like, I did actually get around to, like, uh, I had talked about last episode about uh, Emily Haynes and the Soft Skeletons album, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Choir of the Mind. Uh, And, like, uh, like, that was, like, when they only had a couple songs released, and, like, they released released the whole album, and I liked the whole album, and, like, the title track, Choir of the Mind, was good. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was great, actually, I thought. But at the same time, I couldn't find a clip for that, because, like, it doesn't quite... There's, like, it just doesn't match right, so I... uh, Let's see, something else I listened to. Okay. We can, we can try and listen to that one later on sometime. Uh, this would be uh, the new Foo Fighters album, uh, Concrete and Gold, uh, came out. And uh, this is the song Arrows off of it.
2: She led a quiet life.
1: So what yeah, do you I've, think of the new album? I like it. Uh, there's that one song on there that I know you don't like, but I I that one really I grew on me a lot. Although I did when I, I did you sent me that uh, link to uh, James Corden in the uh, with the uh, Foo Fighters in for the karaoke yeah. in a car, and uh, I thought that was hilarious. Though, like <laughs> after these, you had like that's a, a lot, lot of, of words. Yeah, that <laughs> was great. <laughs> I worked really hard
0: on it, guys. Yeah, they, I, I definitely recommend watching that uh, Foo Fighters. I put that in our news here. Uh, just read what I wrote. Foo Fighters were the latest guest on James Corden, Joy, James Corden's uh, carpool, car, carpool Karaoke. Uh, the band sang a series of their hits from One by One to the skies is the Neighborhood and goofed around while discussing their history. Uh, then they dropped by Guitar Center for a jam, followed by a Corden fronted Never Gonna Give You Up rendition like we played on our last show, too. Yeah, when they, when they walked into Guitar Center... And then his big picture is sitting on the wall there. Oh,
1: I laughed so hard. I did watch a video of uh, Neil Patrick Harris like going, getting up in like a bunch of makeup and pretending to be a like the new German host for The Voice. Oh yeah. And then like go interviewing like the people who are I've never seen The Voice, but like so he's just interviewing the people, the cast members, and like being all fucking weird and awkward, and like just a bad interview. And then like yeah, they're apparently when they do The Voice, like they're facing away from the stage. Yeah. So, like, he's, he's up there, and it's just Neil Patrick Harris belting out a song. And then they, they turn around, and, like, uh, they say, they're like, oh, it's you. And then uh, he reveals that it's Neil Patrick Harris, of course. <laughs> but, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris is pretty great. Nice. Uh,
0: anything else? Uh, no. No. Well, I recommend watching the Foo Fighters video, because it's pretty yeah. great. Uh, yeah, I have one song here, and it's by the band Joseph. Uh, three sisters I think they are and uh, this is from their new EP it is a cover of Tears for Fears as Everybody Wants to Rule the World I like those girls.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good.
0: Uh, and that is that for what I've been listening to. Yep. Let's go into the music news. i got to clear up that playlist because I still have uh, All Star in there. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so I'm afraid I'm going to click on that from our last show. <laughs> 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 uh... Charles Bradley, uh, he has passed away. I've played him a bunch on our show for new songs I've listened to and stuff. Uh, The Soul Singer's career was launched with his 2011 debut album. Uh, And uh, basically, he's kind of just gained popularity since then. Uh, He was diagnosed with cancer last year. He was 68 years old. He was touring until the very end. And uh, about the diagnosis, he said, "I'll fight through this like I have fought through many other obstacles in my life." But after undergoing treatment, the cancer returned and spread to his liver, uh, forcing him to cancel the rest of the tour. And then he passed away shortly after that.
1: Did you say he debuted in two thousand eleven?
0: Basically, that was when his debut eleven uh, album was released. He's he his life began uh, back in like the sixties and seventies, and he was a uh, cover cover band yeah. and he was uh he was a cover uh what's james brown he would be james brown he's he right. just belted out and yeah so he was doing that he was living in poverty and being in cover bands and stuff like that and then uh he was finally signed by da Tone records in 2002 and then just doing stuff doing stuff in 2011 kind of when he broke out uh so yeah he got a lot of success late in life so that was cool but too bad he passed away yeah Marilyn Manson had to cancel the rest of his uh, tour dates after suffering an onstage injury when the sta- when a large prop fell on top of him in New York's Hammerstein Ballroom. Uh, his shows from October 2nd to the 14th will be rescheduled. Manson hopes to return to stage soon. More de- details to be uh, released. Uh, that was from his representative. Uh, following his injury, Manson was treated at a local hospital and plans to... Recuperated his Los Angeles home. His new album, Heaven Upside Down, was released this past week. Uh, yeah, it was like these two giant pistols on the back on a big like metal rig yeah. thing. He was like kind of like singing Sweet Dreams, and then he kind of knelt down and held on to it, and then it fell on top of him. Oh, he like, put
1: weight on it, and maybe it wasn't yeah. supposed to have weight put on yeah, it. Yeah,
0: so it was from the front end. Because he likes to grab things when he's playing and stuff, only this thing all came on top of him oh that's so, unfortunate yeah and then yeah there's like six people rush on stage it's like how was everybody just ready to be there on that second so yeah
1: well i'm sure like they're just like right off stage and all of a sudden oh shit something yeah. bad just happened. <laughs> we need to get the fuck out oh, there, God, out there yeah. now
0: yeah I'd, and be in the audience and be like holy shit what uh so yeah good luck manson i just downloaded his new album uh it's so 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 far i haven't listened to it all the way through yet a couple songs i really like so far uh, the Yeah, Yeah, Yes have shared a trailer for their upcoming new tour documentary. Uh, There's No Modern Romance is what it's called, and it's directed by Patrick Daughters. Uh, it follows the band on the road in 2003 for their shows in the UK uh, during their breakout album, Fever to Tell. It will come with a bundle exclusive of uh, their reissue of Fever to Tell. It's out October 20th. And Tom Petty has died at the age of 66. Uh, Petty was initially rushed to the hospital on Sunday night after going into cardiac arrest. He died peacefully Monday night at 8.40 p.m., surrounded by family and his bandmates and friends. One of the most popular rock stars of all time, Petty recorded iconic songs like Breakdown, Don't Do Me Like That, American Girl, and many, many more. Uh, Petty was born in Gainesville, Florida in 1950. In 1970, he formed the band Mud Crutch. And uh, following the release of the band's 1975 uh, single, Depot Street, Petty embarked on a solo career. He formed the backing band called Heartbreakers, and their self titled debut album was released in 1976. It featured the songs Breakdown, as well as Petty, uh, Petty's uh, signature song, American Girl. Their breakthrough album was their third one in 1979, uh, Damn the Torpedoes, and it had Don't Do Me Like That, Here Comes My Girl and Refugee on it. Uh, yeah, that was a sad one. Especially yeah. after the shooting in Las Vegas. And then that came out later that evening. And Tom Petty just got done with their 40th anniversary tour uh, mid-August, beginning of August or something like that. Yeah. I was going to go to that one, too. Oh, yeah. Good thing I saw him in 2005 Pearl Jam. It was a fun show. And he fucking performs like crazy. Uh, this uh, I'll just play. Uh, this was my favorite Tom Petty song. Well, I have two, but this one is one of my favorites. Uh, it's called It'll All Work Out.
2: she wore faded jeans and soft
3: black leather she had eyes so blue they looked like weather when she needed me i wasn't around that's a word
0: That man sure knew how to write a hit.
1: Yeah, He's I don't kinda... think I've heard that one. No, I, my favorite is. This one uh, wasn't too big. My favorite is Running Down a Dream.
0: Yeah, that's a really good one. God, fucking yeah.
1: Having that blasting down the stereo while you're yeah. roaring down the highway. Oh
0: god, yeah, we, I was talking to some people at the bar and we were like, Okay, I think two albums to have on a road trip for sure that you could sing along to almost every single song would be Tom Petty's Greatest Hitch, hits the two disc version and then uh Hat chili pepper's greatest hits yeah just every single one of those songs is just fucking great and uh oh, it's amazing yeah he was an awesome he was an ugly ugly motherfucker but he knew how to write a song and uh a big fucking hit yeah uh so yeah rest in peace tom petty uh and then finally in the news it's that time of year again the list of 2018 nominees of the rock and roll hall of fame has been uh released Uh, we still got a vote on them, so that'll be December that we actually find out who is going to be, uh, the inductees. But, uh, here's the nominees. Uh, we've got Radiohead and Rage Against the Machine. This is their first year of eligibility, meaning they officially released recordings in 1992. Uh, Kate Bush, Nina Simone, Arrhythmics, Judas Priest, Sister Rosetta, Tharp, Dire Straits, and Moody Blues were all nominated for the first time this year, which is surprising, actually. Uh, I, I... Annie Lennox must already be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if the Rhythmics aren't, because she's been around for a long time. And Rhythmics yeah. was before them, so I don't know.
1: And the Moody Blues weren't a member either. Yeah,
0: I know. That's the other one. I'm like, huh? And then, Nina Simone, she's done so much stuff for music, but she, I, I think nowadays Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is I think more a little bit more loose on the Rock and Roll part yeah. of it. So th- I think that's why we're seeing a lot more of like the Nina Simones and Rhythmics and yeah. Well, Dire Straits, well, they're not the biggest ever, but, yeah, I don't know. And then, also, previous nominees that are also getting nominated, nominated again this year is uh, Depeche Mode, LL Cool J, MC5, The Zombies, I didn't know they weren't in there, The Cars, I didn't know they weren't in there, Bon Jovi isn't in there, Shaka uh, Khan isn't in there, uh, Jay Giles Band. So, yeah, we can. if you want to vote on any of those, you go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's website, and you can start voting for what you want to be in there. Yeah, I don't think Radiohead will do it because they already said there's no way in hell they want to do that so I hope they don't just waste a vote for Radiohead to be in there but yeah so that's that let's go into the weekly theme I'm not
1: surprised that they wouldn't do that right <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week, I think it's camping, right? Yeah. Okay. When I was looking at your list, I'm like, oh my God, do I have the complete wrong thing? But then I was listening to your songs, I'm like, I guess, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So I'll wait to hear your explanations yeah. here coming up. Uh, but yeah, so I was camping because we went camping uh, at Madeline Island, our annual trip. This was the fourth year I think we went. Uh, so yeah,
1: camping songs. Carlos, you can start it out. So I'm going to start us off with uh, a horse with no name from America. And the reason why is because, well he's walking through the wilderness and like a desert and just all the stuff in nature like it's I don't know he's clearly gonna to have to be camping some <laughs> yeah, point along the definitely line. no
0: there's no civil, civilization anywhere yeah. around him so yep. yeah and I, I got that I got the. I all got right. your gist on that you when got you that. said <laughs> that one <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the first part
2: of the journey I was looking all the.
0: Casey dropped something. Yeah. Uh, my first one is uh, Mr. James Taylor. And uh, this is a good description of what happened on our Thursday night to Friday, day to Friday evening. Uh, it's James Taylor, and the song is called Fire and Rain, because we sat around the campfire, and then it started downpouring and, yeah. and thunderstorming, and then we sat around the campfire. Good choice, yeah. <laughs> my body's
2: aching, and my time is at hand.
0: Yeah, I like yeah. that song a he, lot. He
1: uh, wrote that song after an old friend of his uh killed herself. Is that what it is? Yeah. She made what, suicide, so.
0: I knew it was about somebody that died, but couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah, all my songs are kind of ones that I also like to hear around the cool. campfire yeah. too. So Like
1: that, yeah, that's like part of like it was like this is like, you know, this would really work well in that environment. Yep. Like for example, my next one is a uh, Border reaver from uh yep. uh Mark Knopfler, and like well, technically the song's about driving a uh basically a semi like around Glasgow, mm-hmm. but like you just at the same time, like just the feel the sound and like, uh, just, you know, going on a travel and, uh, being well, hot and all that stuff. Like, I don't know. Like that, yeah. that's basically why I daytime time at the campsite. Yeah, yeah. This would be a good one. Yep.
3: Down, she's shining in the sun My Scotts and Lassie, On a border run We're whistling down the hillsides And tearing up the climbs. I'm just a fever Steering time In the border river $300,000 on the clock And plenty more to go Crash box and reaver, she needs a healing tone. She's not too cold in winter, but she cooks me in the heat. I'm a six foot driver, but she came just to sit in the bowling reaver. Sure as the sun
1: rises, that's what they say about the outdoor. I like yeah. that a lot what's uh your next one uh
0: this song reminds me of either last year or two years ago when it was really 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 windy and we were having a fire on the beach yeah uh i think i even played this on the speaker when we were down there it's called cowgirl in the sand by neil young and i just remember the epicness of it and the wind just like coming our face with the wetness (laughs) and then the fire just (laughs) yeah it was really cool
1: of jam out you said that was Neil Young right yep yeah like I was also looking at some of his songs like I wonder if I should go with one of his mm-hmm. I ended up
0: not going with his yeah it's usually a solid choice for me for like camping music yeah. and stuff
1: Uh, my next one is uh, well when we were camping it got a little cloudy <laughs> and rainy and well so I decided we, this uh my third song is gonna be Mr. Blue Sky from Electric Light Orchestra
0: it'd be perfect because then the sky just opened up for yeah. us and it was a beautiful night we saw the Milky Way loved all the layers to that song
1: oh yeah like it's a great song they did a good job with that
0: uh my next one uh this just reminds me of camping and sitting around the campsite and stuff uh Creedence clearwater revival uh it's the song green river <laughs> That has the lyrics in there? I've never read those lyrics before in my life, and I don't know how they really wrote them. And it's almost like rapping.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> what you got? Uh, my fourth song is uh from Jim Croche and it's uh, crochy. I got a name, Crochy Crochy, crochy. Yep.
0: Croc Croc Jim Croc. Huh? <laughs> this is Jim Croc here. Uh yeah, this is a this is a really good song. What is your meaning behind this one?
1: Well, like he's saying, like he's got a name, like uh, the mountains and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. and I figured like that's this is
0: very outdoorsy. There, yeah, okay.
3: Like
2: the pine trees lining the winding road, I've got a name. I've got a name. Like the singing bird and the croaking toad. I've got a name I've got a name And I carry it with me like my daddy did But I'm living the dream That he kept here Moving me down the highway Rolling me down the highway Moving ahead so life won't pass by The north wind whistling down the sky
0: I've got a song I've got a song God that guy knew how to write a song Yeah
1: Too bad he uh he really did got did not get very many songs out before he passed No he did not
0: All right uh, my next one is by the band the band and uh, it is called Up on Cripple Creek It's not the wait I was going to go No it's it's Up on Cripple Creek uh, this is another one I'd like to just hear when I'm outside. and Yeah, it's fun.
2: And she told me just to come on by If there's anything that she could do Up on Cripple Creep
1: one is, well, there's this movie called uh, The Mighty Ducks 2 and at the end of the movie, like right before the credits and like during the credits as they start rolling, they're all sitting around, oh the whole team sitting around the campfire and uh, they start singing, we are the champions from Queen. so you know I gotta end my list with, we are the champions
2: I paid my dues Time after mistakes.
0: that song's also about us just surviving all the sand.
1: Yeah. Honestly, that might be the only thing I remember about uh, my decks too. <laughs>
0: uh My last one is by the band The Cure, and the song is called A Forest, because uh, it got a little creepy every now and then, walking in the forest. You know? it was It's dark, and yeah. out in the middle of nowhere, raccoons, bears, oh my.
1: And bearkin, yeah. I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so here's The Cure in the forest. <laughs> Had oddball camping songs this time. It was good. It was good. I liked it.
1: Honestly, anything like a little bit of acoustic to it, like Mm this, that really
0: helps. Yeah. Campfire music, camping music, whatever works. You know, that that whole thing. Uh, Anything else you'd like to add?
1: Uh, No, I think we covered it. Cool, cool.
0: Thank you for joining us, uh, joining us this week uh, for our show Soundwave. Uh, new episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is going to be—it's uh, around Halloween time. Uh, Carlos just thought of this. I don't know if you listened to our episode where we—what uh, did we kind of do? We re It was
1: a—it was our ali- our first mixtape episode where we took aliens and made it more of an action comedy type thing more like guardians again we made it more like guardians yeah
0: yeah and i kind of just re yeah it was yeah that was our goal to make it more like guardians yeah. so we just redid the soundtrack basically so this time we want to do like a comedy of some sort or like a romance or something and make it into a horror movie with music yeah so we will describe the scene kind of and what's happening and then play the song to go towards the scene and uh it was fun for aliens uh we don't know a movie we're gonna do yet unless you thought of something while we've been doing this uh
1: no i mean like i thought of a couple but like some of, a lot of these like comedies that i'm thinking of like things that you know i really don't want to see like we can get bernie's again <laughs> no right well i mean that's how you
0: could always just look up clips on youtube and yeah. like memorable clips instead of watching the whole thing that's what i did for alien i'm like oh i remember this scene this will go perfect yeah. right here but uh all right, right, we'll. Figure, it might be two separate movies or it might be the same movie, yeah. but it has to be a comedy, and uh, we will tell you more at the next show. Uh, it should be good. So that'll be our Halloween-themed. We're making comedy or romance into a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave go, and our other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Angel Studios. Studios. Uh, our flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join in the fun at Studios.com slash live. Um... This show and all of our other shows are available to stream on our website at blindninjastudios.com or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Uh, If you can't get enough of Soundwave and Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. Uh, Also, if you're shopping on Amazon, don't forget to stop by our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. Uh, When you do all your shopping there uh, and check out, Amazon just clicks a little bit of money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything else. Uh, It's pretty cool. You should do it questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindnigaceos.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. Uh, We will see you again in two weeks. So long. Farewell. And we'll talk about Blade Runner next time, too.
1: Yeah. We've got to see what
2: Jones
0: we